it's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy, and now another episode of Driving Downtown Calgary Ooh. between 4 and 5 a.m. This is my favorite game. Oh, oh my goodness. What, what you seeing today, Tyler? Well, I sent you guys a text saying, I got to tell you about something I saw downtown this morning, yeah. but I will not say one word until we're right here, right now, in this moment, live, live, on the air. So I was just coming to the bottom of the Center Street Bridge. Center and third. Just kind of driving. I'm, I'm mainly awake, right? My peripherals are telling me, scanning what's happening on the road around me. Yeah. To the right, whole lot of nothing. But to the left, there is somebody in a giant panda costume. Oh, my gosh. Scanning out a scooter to go for a ride. Oh, wow. Now... This panda costume has seen better days. Oh, okay, you could tell that it was it's, quite disheveled. It's 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 been to a few. I don't want to say it's been to a few furry parties, but okay. this thing has been okay. well worn. Yeah. yeah, throughout the last few months, uh, head is on. So I don't know what the person in this suit looked like. <laughs> what I want to know from both of you, Danae oh, Fuzzy, my it's about four thirty-seven. It's it's Wednesday morning. It's the bottom of the Center Street Bridge mm-hmm. downtown. Yeah. What has this person been doing for the last 30 minutes when I come across oh. them in a panda suit? Leading up? Does it have to be in the 30 minutes leading up? Well, I'm just assuming that they, okay. they spent the evening in the right. panda suit, yeah. and maybe now they're going home so on the scooter. My thought, my first thought is that there's there's nothing super shady about this. This is actually somebody that was out campaigning for the pandas to come back oh. to the zoo. And so they were at some kind of <laughs> zoo fundraiser last night. Okay. Things, things got a little bit wild. Right, right. Things got a little bit crazy. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, maybe they went and took a nap somewhere. Oh. And then suddenly they were like, oh, my goodness, it's 4 a.m. I'm for some reason downtown because maybe they, like, were in, like, some kind of, like, zoo kennel. And that's how they got there. Sure. And then they were like, now I got to get the rest of the sure. way home. Uh, but they raised a lot of money last night. So let's try Let's try to say that it was a positive thing. Well, it's the classic story of, man, I woke up downtown. There I was in a panda suit. Didn't know <laughs> yeah, what had happened. Right? Right. And probably got there in a cage. Right. Like, that happens. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fuzzy, uh, it's uh, just about 4.40 in the morning. Yeah. Bottom of the Center Street Bridge downtown. Person in a panda suit. What they've been up to. It's funny you said the last 30 minutes, but it's actually longer than that. It's 30 hours. Oh. It was 30 hours ago that this person went to Thanksgiving dinner Ooh. and ended okay. up in that tryptophan-induced turkey oh. coma. Oh, okay. Now, as to why they were wearing the panda suit, there was a bit of a misconnection, a bit of a miscommunication, because what happened is their mom said, hey, I need some help making some gravy. Okay. Can you bring a pan to make the gravy? Oh. Panda, pan to make the gravy. Oh. So the person said, yeah, panda. I got it. I got a panda suit. So they put on the panda suit. They showed up. And then they had to eat dry bird because mom didn't have a pan to make the gravy. Oh, yeah, but they had a pan to make the gravy. Oh, man. And then that, when it's dry turkey, uh-huh. the tryptophan is like that much more stronger. <laughs> right. And that's why they were out for 30 hours. Right. Because if you go back 30 hours from now, we're looking at, like, what, what, Monday Monday afternoon? Right, yeah, totally. Monday night? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, a pan to make the gravy. I'm sure at least the panda was warm this morning because it's chilly out there. I feel like a panda costume would be super, super warm. They did look um, 
they did look pretty toasty and cozy yeah, in there. Nice. Yeah, I got I got to be honest. If I had more time, I would have a <laughs> oh, uh, got a man. picture. I couldn't get a picture. I was driving by. Right. I know it's one of those pics of it, it or it didn't happen kind of a thing. Yeah, it, it happened. Yeah, yeah. There was there was a panda there. Oh, all right, man, yeah. you should have just been like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, and no, then hope that they were able if, to. Yell. If, if that light would have turned red, <laughs> I could have really done some investigative journalism. Alas, <laughs> I, I drove right by the oh, panda. The they, they probably got on their scooter and went to wherever pandas go at <laughs> yeah. at, at, at four four forty in the morning. Home after being in a turkey coma. Yeah. Worst date Wednesday. Worst date Wednesday. The best of the absolute worst stories about dating in Calgary. The wonderful thing is, Danae, no matter what stage of a relationship life you're at right now, you got a story. Absolutely. It could be, you know, the first time you ever met with somebody that things go horribly wrong, but we also know that it could be somebody you've been with for a while. Disasters are lurking when it comes to dating. We know one thing for sure. Mo's friends at work are very happy she's telling this story right now on Worst Date Wednesday. Oh, well... Basically, decided that we would just enjoy a walk in the park, a simple meet first before, you know, obviously doing anything extra. Um, I was going to bring my dog. The person was a dog lover, so it sounded like a great time. And uh, I decided I would use my waist belt with them. And yes, I know lots of people will say don't use that. But anyways, we had spent about two hours. Um, and the topic of our of our professions just never came up yet at this point and so uh there was a moment where it was just like that perfect awkward first kiss moment and so he went in for a kiss and my dog saw a rabbit and decided they were gonna pull me uh ended up pulling me as i was kind of trying to get a you know a hold of them through a gopher hole fell thought i broke my ankle oh no uh, the gentleman decided he was going to call an ambulance, not knowing that I'm actually a paramedic. And so, <laughs> even worse, my colleagues got to enjoy my first date experience. Oh, my well. God. No, yes. this is terrible. <laughs> it was absolutely horrible <laughs> and embarrassing. Oh. oh, It's like a scene from a movie also. Like you're going in for your first kiss and your dog pulls you away. Like, oh, my God. Total rom-com yeah. moment. <laughs> Well, I can't say it ends that way. I mean, my first line on every future first date now will be, if, unless I am dying, please do not call the ambulance because <laughs> I would like to not experience that moment again. You say every future first date. I'm guessing that means that there was not a happy ending to that story. Uh, no, there was definitely not a happy ending. To that story. <laughs> so no rom-coms, no rom-coms for me. No, but you've got a heck of a story. <laughs> Yeah, thanks. It's a little embarrassing, but that's okay. I can laugh at it now. Absolutely. It's those thoughts and those memories that shoot back into your head just before you're about to go to sleep and make you go, oh my gosh, I wish I had somebody to talk to about this. We are here for you. We'd love to hear your stories. Now here to share on Worst Date Wednesday, it's Chantel. It was really awkward. Uh, I guess she was in town and he hadn't told me, so I just like showed up to the restaurant. She was also there and I like wasn't prepared for it like i i wasn't like dressed to meet a mom you know what I mean? <laughs> yes there is very very certain outfit that you would like to wear when you're meeting a mom it was just a little black dress but it was very low cut mm-hmm. and very short not for mom not for mom at all not for mom <laughs> no and i was kind of hoping i mean obviously with my choice of outfit i was kind of hoping 
something else that happened that evening. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and also not for now. Yeah, yeah. In, in, in my yeah. brain, when you're when you're looking for that type of uh, yeah, day two, uh, day three, right? That type of ambiance to be going on. Yeah. Mom, mom is a big old block in that yeah. situation. I I would assume. Yeah, she definitely blocked it. So was she nice at least? Like, what was her vibe? She was really nice. She actually paid for dinner. Um, there were like some little comments in there that were very mom comments about like asking me you know what i do for a living and like where i got my dress because i feel like she was really judging me on that <laughs> hey maybe mom liked the dress and she just wanted to take a little something extra home to for for, for dad yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe <laughs> Maybe. I feel like depending on how judgy mom is, she'd be like, yeah. uh, hey, do they sell the rest of the dress? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah, I think she did ask me if it came in, in a longer pattern. Dom, mom. <laughs> Why? Why is the mom there? Why did he think that was a good idea? <laughs> Two birds with one stone, right? Oh, my goodness. Mom's in town. <laughs> this is not the only story today on Worst Date Wednesday about a mom who overstepped the boundaries of dating uh, coming up, there is no couch canoodling for Nathan and his lady while mom's snoring on the other side of the <laughs> living room. So my wife and I, we started dating in about grade 12 or so. We were both still living at home. And so when she would come over to my house to watch a movie, almost every single time my mom would go, oh, oh, that seems like an interesting movie. <laughs> and she would sit down on the, on the, on the other couch in the room. <laughs> And we would start watching the movie, and then she would spend like five to ten minutes or longer sometimes asking questions about this movie that, that we have never seen before. Oh, <laughs> What's he going to do? We don't know, What's Mom. I don't know, Mom. We <laughs> haven't seen this before. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. And then she would fall asleep and snore. No. <laughs> oh, and, no. Yeah. And so usually we would just like kind of, we would try and tough it out. But after about 20 minutes, we, I would, I would. I would like give her a nudge and be like, "Mom, just just go to bed." <laughs> and and she would sometimes she would get up and go to bed. Sometimes she would like roll over. Oh jeez. <laughs> so, yeah. Needless to say, uh, we were glad to get our own place eventually and uh, and not have to deal with constant questions <laughs> and snoring and whatnot. I mean, we have kids now, so they have right, right, right. That, right. <laughs> now, would mom come down because you guys would be watching a movie under the covers? We would. Yeah, we would have a blanket, but we weren't. We were canoodling, fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> we were because I would that be the yeah. thing Thank where mom would be much. like, "Okay, cool, you guys are just watching a movie, do your thing." Oh, the blanket came out. Yeah. Mm, all right. Yeah, that might have been the plan, but Mom steps in, and that's not happening. She knew what she was doing. Well, this, this is the thing, though, is after I got my first laptop, and I met, and I let my mom convince me to put a couch in my room. We used to watch movies in my bedroom, and she wouldn't come in there at all. Oh. oh. So we could have gotten away with all kinds of stuff. <laughs> 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 Oh my gosh, she thought she was so sneaky, pretending to be asleep on the couch like that. We were respectable children. Let me know. Okay. <laughs> well played, Nathan. Hey, thanks, man. Thanks for listening and thanks for the story. Not a problem. Have a good one. That's what it is all about. It is all about your stories on Worst Date Wednesday. Tell us about the worst date you ever went on. Here to share is our friend Kelsey. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we'd been seeing each other maybe for like a week or so, and uh, he wanted to go to the rec room. He's like, oh, that's so so much fun and all this stuff. So he picked me up, 
and he missed his right turn. So he was like, oh, I can still do it at like this red light, right? So he turns right, right into a police officer. Oh. <laughs> Whoopsies. Oh my gosh. So he's freaking out about that. <laughs> he's like, oh, like when little things like that happen, like it rattles me. And I was like, yeah, no, that's fair. So all night he like hardly says a word. <laughs> um, have dinner, play a couple games at the rec room. While we're there, he also loses his phone. So like he's just not having a good day. He's a disaster on Poor this day. guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. And like, so I think we spent like maybe an hour there. And then he's like, okay, yeah, like I should probably get home. So drops me off at home. It's like six o'clock. Like. <laughs> <laughs> It was just awful. And then, yeah, I think we ended up dating for like a month. And then he was like, oh, I'm just not ready for a relationship right now. Oh. Well, something like that rattles you for an entire night where you can't even say a word. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wait, what's he going to be like if something really bad happens? Well, that's the thing. He didn't even get pulled over. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. See, I'm thinking the whole time he I, got, I pulled he got pulled no. over. He got a ticket. The he cop just, yelled at him. He just did it in front no. of the cop and lost his mind. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yikes. Yeah, you dodged a bullet there. I think so, too. (laughs) (laughs) Got to ask, what's the game you kicked his butt the worst at at the rec room? (laughs) Oh, gosh. Um, We played that, like, Transformers shooting thing. Oh, yeah. It was like a team thing, of course. Were you Optimus Prime or Bumblebee? Bumblebee. Oh, of course. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, amazing. Hey, thanks so much for sharing that with us, Kelsey. We really appreciate it, and we hope that uh, your next date's way better. Absolutely. Thank you. See, everybody knows that Optimus Prime Uh is way more temperamental than Bumblebee. Okay. (laughs) Everybody knows that. I didn't know that. He's he's the leader. Sure, he's he's much bigger, too. Yeah, yeah. So, Makes him a big... A little more temperamental. Way bigger baby. Bumblebee. (laughs) I just want to say Bumblebee like that. That's all. The man-child, sasky girl, and the girl-dad of two dogs. One who actually likes him. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Subscribe so you never miss an episode. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Where are you on team scooping the guts out before you carve a pumpkin for Halloween? Starting to learn a lot, a lot of people have a major phobia about scooping out them guts fuzzy. Which I'm not surprised because I know in the past when we would have our nieces and nephews over to to do pumpkin carving, we'd make a big thing out of it and order pizza and everything. I would pre-cut them and pre-scoop them. You would, hey? Yeah, exactly, to, nice. make, to make life easy. Because, That's a nice uncle. Because otherwise it's just messy. Ugh. But at the end of the day, really, truthfully, it's just scoop. It's, it, you get something plastic and hard or metal and hard, and you just scoop it out, and you're done. I don't know what it is. I, you guys know I love all things festive. Like, all year round, if it's a holiday activity, I am in. But I hate carving pumpkins so much and even when you do use the knife or the spoon or the scraper and stuff like that you still get it on your hands and my hands get really itchy after i get pumpkin on me like it's so gross i'll be honest um growing up my family went so hard with halloween we'd carve like literally 15 pumpkins every year yeah our house was like the house on the block that you had to come see really but i still was like cool story dad i'll carve all the pumpkins you want you got to get them guts out. And then now that I'm the dad at home, I'm like, yeah. why is this my job? You call your dad. <laughs> I call my dad. I'm like, daddy, daddy, can you scoop them guts for me? Uh, it's really funny, though, because there's an actual, like, new product out that was on Shark Tank yes. today. That's a special pumpkin scraping glove or a- app- apparatus. Check check this out. 
Every Halloween, millions of people gather around the table to bond over the joys of carving jack-o'-lanterns. But that quickly turns into tears and frustration. Why? <laughs> because the most dreaded part of the pumpkin carving experience is... Oh! This is where this dude just dumped a big oh pumpkin guts on his head. <laughs> Until now, sharks, let me introduce you to the game-changing solution, the pumpkin glove scraper. Okay, there is nothing that I love more than a useless kitchen gadget. Yes. I have drawers full of them. And with my wife working at Crate and Barrel, it's like, Yo, can you give me that? Like, that looks really cool. <laughs> I love kitchen gadgets. Yeah. This seems like the biggest waste of time ever. Oh, my. I am buying this immediately. <laughs> not only did he have a great pitch, and I love a pitch, but this glove, not only, it doesn't, like, just go up to, like, mid-arm. It covers all the way up to, like, your armpit. Okay. So you're how- not getting anything on anything. And it's also got, like, right on the very edge of it, the attachment that you've seen, the pumpkin scraper, like, the special handles you can get in, like, the pumpkin carving kits. It's got one of those right that go over your fingers. So I feel like it really helps with, like, the dexterity. It so really you can get, gets like, in. There. Peak, like scar- carving of that peak scraping. Sorry, so this is different from putting a plastic bag on your arm and then scooping it. How? He, well, because the plastic bag is going to be falling down and falling around, and you're still going to end up with stuff everywhere. Plus, th- it has a pattern on it, fuzzy. It's got jack o' lanterns on the glove itself. So I'm sure. Sorry, but you're not going to find a plastic bag that's got that. Just saying, this uh, oh, could be the thing that saves Halloween for brilliant. houses all all around <laughs> Calgary. Honestly, hit me it comes with an adult size and a kid size and everything. And no, this isn't an invention of my dad. Wait, wait, this, this sounds like, hit me up if you want the link. Are you looking for investors? Is this your product today? Maybe. The pumpkin scraping gloves. Oh, it's glorious. Wow. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Subscribe for when you can't listen live but want to stay connected to your friends. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. And just for fun, it's another What You Call It Wednesday where we talk about regular everyday things and all the interesting names we have for them. Uh, This morning, the conversation is inspired by our friend Nathan, who earlier this morning on Worst Date Wednesday called that act of being intimate with a partner this we would yeah we would have a blanket but we weren't we weren't canoodling fuzzy <laughs> so so for nathan it was they were not canoodling but yeah. canoodling being the name for that act of intimacy with a significant other and nathan not the only person to say canoodling we asked on facebook chris shields also a canoodler uses that term as well. And I had never heard anybody say that ever. This may be my favorite what you call it Wednesday ever yes. because the answers we're getting are unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. We've got uh, taxes from Stephanie. Oh. We've got uh, from Martina, touching nakeds. Oh. <laughs> touching uh, nakeds. Yeah, touching nakeds. Yes. We've got uh, physical twister from, from Beverly. <laughs> the no pants party. It goes on and on. And of, uh. there's people calling it hump day because uh. <laughs> that's what today is. Today is, is Wednesday. Yeah, totally. Middle of the week. What day is it? Hope day. Huh. It's um. It's one of those things that could make you think a lot about your life right here in this moment if you don't have a really clever and creative name for it. Danae, you were kind of feeling insecure when we yeah. talked about this yesterday, but somehow found inspiration for this conversation from your father. Oh, so terrible. Yeah, we don't call it anything funny or anything like that, but my dad calls it boinking. Okay, but can you do it in his voice? <laughs> so he'll be like telling a story and be like, yeah, and then... It turns out 
they were boinking. <laughs> and like so-and-so and so-and-so, they went and then they boinked. And we're like, oh, can you not? He uses that word so much that when it was his 60th birthday, we got T-shirts made with all of his catchphrases. Okay. And one of the words on the back of the T-shirt is boink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So messed up. We've all heard of Netflix and chill, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, well, what yeah. about Hulu and Snoo Snoo? Oh, Hulu, Hulu oh, and Snoo Ho. This okay. Is there's there's Craven misbehave to, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. to yeah. another... Uh, Throw another, uh, another streaming, streaming service in there. On there yeah. You could even say, hey, babe, I'm Amazon Prime. Let's go. Prime, yeah, I like that. And some people even have a song for it. You could read this out loud, but I guarantee you'll hear it in your head. Heather Brown, oddly enough, calls it brown chicken, brown cow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> what you call it Wednesday, always guaranteed to be a uh, fun conversation just for fun. We want to know, what do you call that act of intimacy? Uh, let us know, because we're maybe feeling a little promiscuous this morning. Yeah, we are. Yes. <laughs> You're listening to Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Hear them live weekdays, 530 to 10 on 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Welcome to a fun conversation on What You Call It Wednesday. This is where we talk about regular things and all the incredible names that we all have for them. This morning, we are discussing an act of intimacy amongst partners. Yeah, we got a funny text from Andy. Had to give him a call. Andy, how are you? Good, how are you? We're doing pretty good. So, what you call it Wednesday, what you call it. And I'm doing an eyebrow raise right now. (laughs) All right, I'm giving you one. uh, (laughs) We call it aggressive cuddling. Aggressive cuddling. There you go. Oh, my goodness. Huh. It's it's Just weird. Cuddling real hard. You say the word aggressive, and I'm like, oh wow, that sounds yeah. That sounds because uh, I could say like it's uh, you know uh, in, intense cuddling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. intense. Okay. <laughs> it's never happened. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Who else is who else is with you this morning, Andy? My wife, Kristen. Oh. Kristen, aggressive cuddling. That's what you call it too. Yeah. Well, that's what he continuously calls it. <laughs> And you're like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, priceless. Hey, hey. <laughs> thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for listening to the car together. That's awesome. Uh, no worries. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. My favorite text that came in has the hands down be this one. It says, my parents didn't have a word for it, but you always knew it happened because my dad would wear his, quote, green robe, oh. and mom had a matching pink version. <laughs> oh, wow, wow, wow. So when the robes oh. came out, oh. well, you knew that they were in, having intense, uh, oh, sorry, Shut aggressive it. cuddles. Oh, my dad had a green robe my whole oh. life. <laughs> Mom have a matching one? I don't even know. <laughs> Maybe I blocked it out. Oh, jeez. Oh. What you call it Wednesday? Love the answer we got back from Jocelyn. <laughs> he calls it domestic gymnastics. <laughs> domestic <laughs> gymnastics. Whoa. I like that. I Sounds flexible. <laughs> I thought that was pretty creative. It sounds like a performance. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of like flipping around going on there. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Kind of like a mattress mambo, right? Oh, oh. That was good too. That's good too, you guys. <laughs> Sometimes you can get uh, very f- profound answers when you ask very simple questions. What you call it? It's that thing where you're sharing uh, an intimate moment with a uh, another person. I think would be. Uh, Remiss, Fuzzy, if we didn't get a little bit of 
Danae's answer from earlier about what her father Les calls it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, of course, you got to do an impression of your dad. They boinked. <laughs> they were boinking. Yeah. That's always uh, how it always comes up in conversation with my dad. Not that we talk about that a ton, but every uh, once in a while, no. there's a dramatic story that he's got to tell about where two people, they boinked. They, they boinked. Boinked. That's, that's how he got grandchildren was you, you and Matt boinked. Yeah. Um, Fuzzy, we've been hearing uh, just hilarious, creative, and fun answers all morning long on what you call it, that thing when people are being intimate with one another. What, what is something that, like, that like catches your fancy in a in a fun and playful way? Naked Twister is always a classic, right? Yeah, You've got yeah. bodies intertwining and different things like that. You've got... You've got the, the, the horizontal dances. <laughs> yes. That's a good one. Um, um, one that's really uh, kind of, I don't I got to be honest, was, was, was kind of weird. Um, people people mentioning um, it's, that, it's that thing you do for, for your vehicle. Oh, the oh, oil change. Yeah, the, yeah. the, oil, the oil change was a yeah. little. That little, one I don't get. They were weird to me. Because really? I'm, I'm also thinking about yeah. the one, the, the sign on, on Bow Trail, well, Mr. Lube, where I, it says, we're number one when your oil looks like number two. And I'm like, that's not very flattering. To suggest the oil is nasty, so I gotta. You realize do, there do are other st- kinds of stuff. oil, though, other than motor oil, right? Yeah, well, like, I guess. Like, I don't know. Sometimes you have to change the oil in the fryer. Oh, yeah, okay, I know. okay. Which also is very flattering. Hey, things, things are hot, French right? fries yeah, in you, so great, super things, greasy things, times. Things nasty and gross. Uh, also, changing the oil is something you only do like every few months, and that's that's no fun. Hey, all right, interesting. Right? All right. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, Lauren checking in here on what you call it Wednesday? It's that thing where you're being intimate with another person. Give us something we haven't heard yet today. Um, <laughs> it's kind of weird, but we like call it our code name. And I don't know if it's just my girlfriends and I have said this for forever, but we always say like, oh, you know, I was baking cookies or, you know, we were baking cupcakes with my husband the other day <laughs> um, and going to these weird, try to make it all punny about baking and things in the kitchen. Uh, and he really warmed me up or like something like that. Uh. <laughs> yes. A hundred percent. Buttered your muffin tins to grease things up, right? Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, my goodness. Well, before you start, you got to grease up the muffin tins. Otherwise, the muffins get stuck. I mean, that's valid. I might take that one for the future. This is Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Hear them live weekdays from 530 to 10 on 98.5 Virgin Radio.